Hi everyone, and welcome to Health Quest 2.0. My name's Jacob. And my name's Kayla. And, and we, are we are your co-hosts, co-hosts taking, taking you on a Health, health quest. quest. Join us as we inspire, educate, and share health information for you to elevate your health, live purposeful, heal, and reach your full potential. We will teach you how to maximize the foods that nourish you on and off your plate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of HealthQuest 2.0. On today's episode, we will be diving deep into the topic of meditation. It's personally one of my favorite topics to discuss, and I'm looking forward to sharing my meditation story with you guys, since I'm pretty sure I've talked about meditation a lot, but I've never actually shared my story of how it came to be. So as you all know, my health journey started when I was 13, and so I started getting into nutrition and exercise and I was hearing all these things about meditation and it was something that people were telling me I should try. So I dabbled with it a few times and I had no idea what I was doing. I tried to sit without any guidance with my legs crossed and I hated it. I probably couldn't last two minutes sitting and trying to meditate. And I was like, I can't do this. My mind would wander. And I was like, just wondering what the point of meditate meditating even was i thought it was a complete waste of time and i thought i could be doing something way better with my time so i stopped it and i went on with my health journey and by the time i was 16 and this was the time i literally just healed all of my health conditions from anxiety from depression to everything food um, sensitivities And my chiropractor, actually, who kind of challenged me to do a meditation challenge, he really understood my go-getter personality, and he knew that I was really coming into balance with my health physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and he thought I would benefit from meditation for not only my health, but my life. And so one day he said to me, he's like, if you can sit in silence for 15 minutes a day, you can do anything. And he said, you'd like to be different than the crowd, don't you? And I said, yeah. And he was like, well, how many people do you know can stop their thoughts each day? He said, if you can sit in silence for 15 minutes, you'll be able to do anything. And so that really got me, especially the, if you can sit in silence for 15 minutes, you can do anything. That really like grabbed me and I was like, okay, I'll listen. I'm listening. So he challenged me to meditate 15 minutes each day over the summer. And in return, he said, he'll give me anything I ask for. So I was like, okay, all right. So I 
am really competitive. So I took this challenge and I was like, totally going to do this. This is exciting. Like definitely want to win this challenge. So I knew I needed some help and assistance on this meditation journey, because like I said, I tried it and I wasn't successful. And I knew that I couldn't sit without my body and mind wanting to do something. So I immediately was online and I was looking up meditation trainings and all this. And so I ended up finding this transcendental meditation place that was by my house. And the reason I chose transcendental meditation is because um, my chiropractor and his whole family took this course and they practice it daily. So that's really the only kind of meditation I knew. So I found the center by my house and I signed up and it was this weekend course. And I remember my first day, it was a Saturday and it was, I remember it very clearly. My mom drove me to the course and I walked into this place and I handed this guy a big chunk of cash that I'd saved up just for this meditation course. And he looked at me and he like asked me how old I was. And I'm like, I just turned 16. And he looked so shocked. And he was just wondering like why I was, why I was so young doing this. And he was just like, seemed so impressed. And I was just not, not having it. I was like, this isn't going to work. Like I I guarantee I'm not going to be able to learn this meditation. I just can't. And so he asked me if I was paying for the course because I handed him this this chunk of cash. And I said, yeah, I I saved up for this course. And so the whole weekend was focused on learning transcendental meditation. And for those of you who don't know what transcendental meditation is, well, first of all, it's said to be one of the easiest forms of meditations. And so this is why I was also attracted to this type of meditation because transcendental meditation, basically for your course, you go away and a teacher teaches you how to meditate, but they also give you a mantra and everyone gets a secret mantra that you're not allowed to tell anybody so you can keep it safe and personal. And it's only for you and your meditation practice. And you basically like program in your brain this mantra. So you will repeat it out loud. The teacher will repeat it to you. And you basically learn how to sit in silence with this mantra. And it becomes second nature once you continue to practice transcendental meditation. So as soon as you sit down in your meditation practice, you'll start to repeat this mantra and thoughts will come and go. And that's completely normal in any meditation, but you'll always kind of return back to that mantra because it's just second nature. That's what you always go to. And sometimes you'll forget the mantra to repeat the mantra and you'll just be in silence and no thoughts will come and go. But I think it's important in meditation not to judge your experience. But having that mantra was so powerful for me because I picked it up so fast. I couldn't believe how easy it was to learn. So I think it's like so important to I don't know where I was going with that. Um, Yeah, so it's, it was so important for, it was so easy for me to learn this meditation over the weekend and I couldn't believe it. And also during this weekend, you also learn 
about the history of transcendental meditation. You meditate alone. You meditate with the group of people that you're with, which was a small group of people um, in my training because my meditation center was, was not big at all. But it was just a really powerful weekend. And you also learn a, a lot about the benefits of transcendental meditation. And this meditation can actually be deeper than sleep. So anybody who's struggling with stress or like adrenal fatigue, this could be really beneficial for you because it allows your nervous system to really, really relax. Also, one of the things that the meditation teacher kind of said during the weekend and really stuck with me, like stayed with me, was that when we meditate, we can go deeper into our thoughts. And like, there's more creativity in that gap in that silence that can really be brought out during our meditation that you can't really receive during the day when you're doing all these things and you hear all the noise and the TV is going and the computer's dinging. And so you really get into your, into your brain and into your mind and you can really have some really creative thoughts. Um, a lot of health benefits, like I said, so reducing that stress, reducing that anxiety, improving your sleep, lowering blood pressure, greater sense of calmness throughout the day, you're lowering your risk of heart attack and stroke, and you're improving your brain function and memory. And transcendental meditation is really common. There's a lot of famous people who, uh, uh, who <laughs> there's a lot of famous people who also practice this, like Oprah Winfrey, Russell Brand. And so it isn't just a woo-woo thing because a lot of celebrities practice it just to take back your day and win your day. And it's just a great way to rest and recover. And now to this day, like you guys know, I continue to do um, transcendental meditation. After all of that, I thought meditation was something really weird. I thought it wasn't worth it. And I didn't know why I was wasting my time and money on it. But now it is one of the most important aspects of my day and one of the most important pieces of my health. So since I've learned this at 16, um, since then I've also practiced other forms of meditation like mindfulness meditation and walking meditation. Last fall was my first time at a Buddhist temple where I was starting to study some of the Buddhist philosophies and some of the Buddhist meditations. And when I practiced and this was when I started practicing walking meditation, which I really love. I don't do it that much, but I often enjoy doing that to mix up my routine. Um, and in walking meditation, you just walk back and forth very slow, focusing on your breath or focusing on a sensation in your body. So that's really cool too. Um, so as I've learned all these other meditations, like mindfulness and walking meditation. Some days I might do a mindfulness meditation. Other days I might stick to practicing my transcendental meditation for 15 minutes, but it's really whatever works for me. So I mix it up and whatever I think I need, whether it's going outside and doing a walking meditation with my bare feet, if I feel I need that, or if I just want to sit in silence practicing transcendental meditation, I do that. But I think it's really important for me, at least, to do whatever I feel called to do that day or in that moment. 
And so my meditation journey continues and I know I still have a long ways I want to go with it and I want to experience more meditation and just see what else it can bring to my life. That's an amazing story, Kayla. And you just gave us so much awesome information. I'm pumped up to do some transcendental meditation. Um, I'll go ahead and share a little bit about my meditation journey um, or how I got into it. So I actually didn't start meditating for like the health benefits or like to attract, like for the law of attraction or to become more spiritual. Um, there was way back at the beginning of my whole health journey, I was on this kick, um, at, like where I was really into this thing called astral projection and like opening my third eye. Um, and so for those of you who don't know, astral projection is like, it's like lucid dreaming, but on steroids where you just kind of sit there and project your like consciousness outside of your body and just experience the world on like the spiritual or astral level, um, so I started meditating with this end goal of having this incredible like spiritual experience where I would just like leave my body and like see myself sitting there, but I'm also like floating. Um, unfortunately, I've tried many times and it never came to fruition, um, but that's kind of how I got into it um, and how I found out about it. So over time, trying to do this astral projection kind of just transformed into a practice that I did do for the health and mental benefits as I started learning more about it. And more recently, it's actually transforming into a tool that I'm using to kind of manifest like new future realities of abundance and vitality. That's kind of where I'm at with it now. And so I think it's important to note this idea of transformation here when Kayla and I are sharing our stories with all these like health practices especially meditation our ideas and beliefs and practices are always shifting and growing and expanding and that's just all party part of the journey of learning about yourself and your body and your health um, things aren't static and our experiences and habits like they're not final they're always fluctuating like with the seasons and changing as we learn and experience different things so to get back to my story with meditation, um, more recently, I've actually been doing some Dr. Joe Dispenza meditations, which I am absolutely loving and they're phenomenal. Um, and he's really helped me take my meditations to the next level. And um, I think a lot of people kind of struggle getting into meditation and there isn't much excitement about just kind of sitting there. Um, <clears throat> but this guy has really just revamped my excitement about it and getting back into uh, like a meditation practice. So I would highly recommend you check out Dr. Joe Dispenza's books and his website, whether like you meditate regularly or just starting out, his stuff is seriously so powerful. And he explains all the science and the methodologies in just such a clear and concise way. Um, and like Kayla was mentioning earlier with those benefits of the transcendental meditation, and you've mentioned that sometimes you go like deeper into sleep and this Joe Dispenza guy has, he does the science and he measures people's brain states. And in his like research, you actually see when people start meditating, they're in like a, a beta state, which is what most of us are in. It's kind of the stress and just the normal um, day to day, like just going along with emotions. Um, and as people start to meditate, you actually see on the brain charts, the vibration literally increasing and like 
the frequency increasing to a gamma state and that's when you're in that really deep peaceful transcendental state um, and so the science is there it's definitely not woo stuff this is real real stuff um, and it's really cool so i've been doing dr dispenza's guided meditations lately um but on days where like i'm pressed for time um a quick sitting meditation in silence just for 5 10 15 minutes um or even as Kayla mentioned, doing this thing called walking meditation. That's something I haven't been familiar with until recently, um, but it's something I'm starting to get into more. So that's what I've been up to with meditation lately. Yeah, that's really great stuff, Jacob. And I love how you talk about the science of meditation because there is so much science backing up meditation and the effects on our brain. Transcendental Meditation has a lot of scientific articles that you can find if you just do a search on the internet. You can see how it affects our brains and see the positive effects it has on our, li on our life. So definitely check that out if you're interested. And just like I kind of shared my story and meditation has now improved my health and my life in so many ways. First off, it has really helped with my go-getter personality because it's allowed me to slow down and come back to myself and recharge so that I can achieve even more things because it allows you to fill up your cup. And it's also a helped me to become a calmer person. Sometimes I'm a very future thinker. I like to think about my future and my plans and so being able to sit for 15 minutes, whether it's in the morning or the afternoon for 15 minutes and just sit and not think about anything allows me to just let go of everything, become calmer and not get so anxious about maybe the future or things that are going on in my life. And I think that's so important to be able to come back to the present moment. And it's allowed me to take that off of the meditation mat and try to be present in what I'm doing and who I'm talking to during the day. So just keep in mind that meditation can also be a practice off of sitting or walking for that 15 minutes. It can be trying to be mindful and present during your day. And that's what mindfulness really is about, is just bringing that to your whole life and having those benefits. And I mean, like I said, it's taught me how to focus on my breath because you're sitting in that position and it's just you and your breath. One of the things that they teach in monk school in Thailand and they teach these young these young boys, one of the first things they teach them is their breath and they teach them how to breathe and they teach them that their breath was the first thing they ever learned in life and it's the last thing that they will do um, before they die. So the breath is super important. And lastly, meditations guided me in life because when you're quiet, you can hear your inner thoughts, you can hear your soul speak to you, and you can listen to your inner voice, which is important because with the world that we live in, we almost never slow down and we almost never listen to our inner voice because we are always surrounded by so much chatter and so much outside noise. So it's beneficial for anybody to just sit with themselves and just be with themselves and take a step back and hear what what their inner voice is saying because it's funny to me and I often wonder if the things that we're doing in our 
in our daily life are even what we want to be doing because we don't sit with ourselves enough to even know who we are or what we want to do. So just keep that in mind as you maybe think about starting meditation or start a meditation journey. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you, Kayla. And I think like anyone who has practiced meditation consistently, I mean, it's just really transformational for your life in so many ways. Um, When I first started doing my meditation, um, I was still dealing with a host of my health and gut issues and like self-confidence and social anxiety problems. Um, And so I attribute like my cleaner diet and lifestyle to healing up my like health and my gut issues. But in terms of the self-confidence and social anxiety stuff, I really think it was my meditation practices that helped me to grow out of these lower frequencies and feelings. Um, I mean, after just a few weeks, I clearly remember just feeling so much better, just having this clear head um, and just something inside of me. Like, it's just weird, just like a knowingness. Um, I hate to say that and sound all woo-woo, but like when you practice meditation consistently, like just for a few weeks, um, you notice, you just become more aware, I guess is how to put it. You, you, you notice things inside of you. Um, and so as I started feeling better internally, um, my external world started changing to reflect that reality. And that's where the power of meditation really lies because it gives you this opportunity and time, this dedicated time to actually work on that internal world, which like you said, Kayla, is something we otherwise just kind of ignore and go on with our daily routine lives. But it's just so, so important because our internal world dictates our external world, what we think and what we feel and what we believe is what we perceive. I mean, that's just a scientific fact, really. So in meditation, you get this beautiful opportunity to literally just change who you are and what your reality is. It's that space where you can become any number of infinite possibilities just by tuning in, letting go, and focusing on that generous present moment. So besides helping with like the self-confidence and social anxiety, uh, meditation also acts as a way for me to reset and rest. Um, I mean, sometimes, honestly, like a quick meditation or like 10 minutes of meditation um, is more energizing for me than an hour-long nap just because in the meditation, I can clear all that clutter in my head when in a nap. A nap is almost like the band-aid because you're just kind of sleeping and letting it all just kind of sit there. Um, But with that meditation, you can just get really clear and feel much lighter. So um, similar to just what Kayla said, I mean, meditation gives you that space to just quiet down and listen to that inner voice for guidance and truth. Um, and I mean, it almost seems like if you've got problems, just, just go meditate. (laughs) I mean, um, it'll do a lot for you. So that's what I have to say. That's great. I love how you just said that meditation is kind of that space. And I think that it is that space. It's like that space between you and the world. And in that space, you can come back to yourself. You can reconnect with yourself. You can just stay calm, just relax, rest, all the wonderful things that we have said. And now that we have kind of shared all these things that meditation can bring to your life, I encourage you to go and start your meditation journey if you haven't. Go try different meditations. Go find a teacher. Go on a retreat. If 
you are scared or you are hesitant like I was, um, you're in a great place right now. And we have so many resources and opportunities at our fingertips. And so first I would recommend exploring on YouTube um, the different meditations. Find a podcast or a meditation app. There are books on this topic. So check that out as well. You can be like me and spend a bunch of money on a meditation um, weekend course if you'd like, or you can go on a retreat. But there are so many options to explore. And I just think that meditation is a individual thing. And find out what works for you. Because what worked for me yesterday isn't necessarily the same thing that works for me today. So I mix up my meditation all the time. So it's always changing and that's okay. No matter what meditation I do today, I know that it's helping me. It benefits my life. And now I can confidently and happily say that I enjoy meditation. So go out there and explore meditation. And if you, this, and yeah, go out there and explore meditation. Nice. Go on out there, kids. <laughs> I love, no, but for real, um, I think I totally agree that just explore those different options and just pick one and get started by like dipping your toes in. Um, I know that in my experience, trying like trying to get started with a long 30 minute or like an hour long meditation might kind of discourage you. And you might think to yourself, like, I was right. It's no use. And like, I just am not a person who can meditate. Um, but by starting small with like five minutes or even just one minute, you can really overcome those barriers that your mind is going to put up because it's going to put up barriers when you start meditation. Um, it's going to make you feel uncomfortable. It's going to start putting like a million thoughts in your head that you can't seem to get get rid of. Um, or it's going to just drag you out of that present moment to your fears and like, what do I have to do today? What if I, what am I missing out? My eyes are closed. What's happening in the real world? Um, those are the places your mind is really going to take you to um, just because it's not comfortable in that in that blackness and in that quiet so my recommendation is just sit with it and let it happen and over time you'll find it easier and easier to like increase the length and just the quality of your practice um, I'd also like to share maybe a little more advanced trick once you're kind of more seasoned with your meditations and that's to use a solid intention paired with an elevated emotion during your meditation practice so a lot of us go about our days in these low level emotional states of stress, anxiety, fear, and worry, and have been conditioned to be in this state as like our default setting. That's just the world we live in. And so in meditation, like I mentioned at the start of this episode, you have the opportunity to change your reality. And so by setting an intention and really experiencing these elevated emotions of happiness and gratitude, joy, appreciation, love of life, you can rewire your brain to make those states your default setting. So the more and more you go back to these elevated feelings every day during your meditation, the more you'll begin to shift your reality and your life in the direction of your choosing. Awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I think that's a great advanced tip to explore and for people to try. And that's going to end our talk on meditation today. So I hope we have inspired you to start your own meditation journey. And if we have, let us know and tag us on our Instagram at healthquest2.0. 
And we would really appreciate if you could leave us a review on the platform that you're listening to. And thank you all for listening and supporting. And until next time, this has been your host, Jacob and Kayla.